This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1090 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by Dr. Rose's Remedies Skin Treatment. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from the Driving Radio Show here on the Horse Radio Network. Show co-hosts Dr. Wendy Ying and Glenn are going to talk about the basics of interval training. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Dr. Rose's. Today's podcast has been brought to you by Dr. Rose's Remedies All-Natural Healing Salve. Developed by veterinarian Dr. Rose DeLiva, the Dr. Rose's Skin Treatment Salve is an all-natural anti-inflammatory, antiviral, antifungal, antiseptic, and anti-scarring product that contains no artificial colorings or preservatives. It works to promote the healing of scratches, relieve inflammation and irritation, promote the healing of wounds, and moisturize the skin of the horse. Because it has so many healing qualities and uses all natural ingredients, Dr. Rose's Remedies Skin Treatment is the safe, effective salve that every horseman should have in their tack box. Ask for Dr. Rose's Remedies All Natural Healing Salve at your local tack store, or you can go to drrosesremedies.com. That's D R R O S E S R E M E D I E S.com. So what's Dr. Ying have for us today? So we were just coming off of watching the, the, the live book marathon, and I was looking at how fit you have to get your horse to compete at that level. And I, I thought about this as a topic. So basically, interval training is like short periods of really intense work followed by a mild recovery, a very short, like... Uh, not total recovery, right? You just kind of let your heart rate go down a little and then you go back up. And the reason that we do interval training is to increase your cardiovascular system and then it also increases your muscle fibers and it changes the types of muscle, the percentage of the types of muscle you have, right? So like, uh, have you heard about slow twitch and fast twitch muscles? No, uh uh-uh. Okay, slow twitch muscles are... The muscles that um, they're the muscles that you use to do endurance things, like the muscles that you use for standing are slow twitch muscles, right? Because they have to be working all the time. So they use oxygen and therefore like slow, long activity. Fast twitch muscles are muscles that you use when you do like uh, a lot of effort, like sprinting. So, so like if, if you look at people, like a marathon runner will have a much higher percentage of slow twitch fibers than a, like a sprinter, like Usain Bolt. Remember Usain Bolt? Yep, yep. So for our horses too, you know, in driving, we use all different breeds of horses. So some horses, like thoroughbreds, they've just evolved because of the nature of their jobs. They're sprinters. So the best thoroughbreds have more fast twitch muscle fibers, right? Whereas like draft horses need to work all day and they tend to have more slow twitch fibers. So the reason that that's important is if you wanted to combine driving with a draft horse, or here's a good example, that little Hofflinger, 
that's owned by Rebecca Gutierrez that we saw in yep, Lido. Yep, yep. You know, you don't see many Hofflingers at that sport. It's not that they can't do it, but I'm sure she has a very rigorous fitness program that increases that percentage of fast twitch muscle fibers for the pony. Because, because, because the Hafflingers tend to be uh, more drafty. Right, because yeah, they're yeah. bred to like go all day, pull right. the carriage. And, and pull also, a plow, yeah. Pull the plow. Now, what do you, give us a specific. Uh, so if I'm going to start interval training my pony or whatever, you know, your yeah. horse. Uh, so what specifically are you talking about? What do yeah, I so, do? So your, your pony is a perfect example. Your pony probably has a, a probably mid-level range of between slow twitch and fast twitch muscles because he's a hackney, right? Okay, yep. Uh, but probably on the fast twitch side, higher on the fast twitch side. So you want to condition him with interval training so that he gets more efficient at uh, using oxygen and getting and actually using more of his oxidative process, right? So that he doesn't have to kick in his fast twitch muscles as much. So you would start, a, like right now, you trot around your roads for like 30 minutes, right? Yep. And do you do... Oh, he you, couldn't trot for 30 minutes straight if his life depended on it. No. Right. Uh, well, he, he doesn't have to. So, yeah. so you could start out with a walk. I like to start out with a five to 10 minute walk yep. just to get the blood flowing get and to warm their up. muscles. Yep. And then you could start out with, uh, you know, a, a warm up trot, right? So you kind of imagine to yourself, if you were jogging, and which is another thing, I think if you're going to start interval training your pony, it would be good to even just attempt a little bit of interval training yourself so you can see how you feel about it. But you could, or you could use a heart monitor on your pony. Um, so you would trot maybe five to 10 minutes and then stop and look at him. If you can get out of the carriage and take his pulse, that would be great, you know? So, uh, but I'll get it to that later. Um, but then do a walk, not a long walk, maybe like one minute just to let him catch his breath. And then you can trot again and you could do like, for you starting out, I would do like three or four sets of that and go like that for a week. Then the next week you want to push him a little bit harder. And then when you're getting farther and farther into interval training, if you were going to train for like your first prelim CDE for say, right. And you were planning on cantering in the hazards, you have to do some sprint work there. If, even if you're not going to canter, you're just going to trot them. You have to do like big trot, slow trot, walk, recover, and then do a sprint, you know, throw that in there. Is that making sense? That makes perfect sense, yep. Um, and so if you were going to use the heart rate as an indicator of his level of, um, of working, you get to know your horse's resting heart rate, right? And what do they usually run with horses? Well, it varies. You can go between 25 and 40 is normal. Okay. So you should go out and, and check your horse's pulse. And, you know, it's different all through the day because what if you go, what if you didn't know he was just running around with his friends and you went out there and tested it? So right. really for my clients, I say, well, test it like over three or four days and then take the average. Um, so once you get that, like when you go in the, in the vet box, don't you always wonder what the vets are doing there? 
Right. Yeah. This is the checking their temperature, pulse, and respiration. Right. And the pulse is really important because it, when you're intensely exercising, the horse can get up to like 200 beats per minute. But, and you don't want them to stay there. So you want them to recover. In 60 to 90 seconds, they should be down to like 100. And the fitter the horse is, the quicker they recover. So say you were in the vet box and your pony heart rate's not coming down, that's when they'll throw you out of the vet box because they'll say your horse is not fit. And yeah. also there's like all different things like temperature, environment, all those. Do you think most people are like me and they tend to err on the side of not, in other words, not doing the interval long enough? In other words, I always feel bad for him. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to go that long. You know, instead of five minutes at a trot, I go three. Right. Do you think more people err that way or they push him too hard? I think that they uh, don't give enough recovery breaks. See, they're not riding them, right? So they don't get tired. I see them trotting for like 15, 20 minutes. And, and the horse is like dying, you know, but you're just trotting around, you're working on getting around, blah, 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 thinking about whatever. Well, you're not sweaty because you're sitting there, but the horse is like dying. Right. <laughs> so interval training is great because especially with us in Florida, because it's so hot, like if you just go for short intervals, you can look and see, oh my God, is my horse panting? Can he not catch his breath? Is he like, you know, one of the things, my biggest problem down here is all these anhydrotic horses. Well, if your horse isn't sweating and you don't know he's truly anhydrotic yet and you keep trotting around because he's not even sweaty, well, maybe you stop and he's like, you know, dying, can't breathe because he can't sweat. So doing little intervals, you can check your horse more. Even if you don't get off and feel his heart, you can at least look over and see how he's breathing. So like a normal horse should breathe like 10 to 20 breaths per minute just standing around. But when they're really going, they could breathe like, you know, 120 breaths a minute, which is like, you know, a breath, two breaths every second. Well, that, like that's <clears throat> that leads to the question, you know, in the first couple of weeks, which is what we're talking about here, getting started, right? Yeah. Um, so in the first couple of weeks, how many days a week? Well, interval training... Because when you do interval training and you, and you push them, you're pushing them harder, there's a recovery period, just like with anything, because you're working on their muscles, right? You're working on, you, you have to push them past the point. You have to break down some muscle to build muscle, you know? So you have to push them hard, but you have to give them recovery time. So three times a week would be plenty. And in your case, Glenn... <laughs> your pony, I no honestly, with the, I would only do twice a week because he was starved. Right. So if you start out with twice a week, if something comes up, you'll be able to see it. But uh, he certainly isn't any longer for the listeners out there. He's no, certainly no. <laughs> but we don't know if he had any organ damage. Right. You know, because right. he was so amazing. You know, he does. Like, I was just thinking about what you said about sweating because he does not sweat a lot now. <laughs> He hasn't also worked that hard either. So, um, you know, might be when we start getting him into his interval training here that we'll see him sweating more. But he, he certainly doesn't sweat as much as other ponies I've had. Well, this is a good way to tell because um, that's a good question. I get that a lot. So doing interval training is actually a really great way to see that because um, you can monitor his breath and you can see that from the carriage. Right. 
Yep. So, so if you do like three minutes at a fast trot and then do like a 60 second walk and you look over and if he is just panting and panting and panting, even at the end of that 60 seconds, then you should walk a little more and then see, is he still panting? And if he, if, if he is and it's hot and you know he should be sweating, that's when you should take his temperature. Okay. So if he's really not sweating, his temperature will be really high. It can oh, be that, like 105. Okay. okay. But if his temperature is like 101 and he's not sweating, maybe you need to trot faster. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is more likely the answer. <laughs> yeah, because I actually had a horse like that. And, um, and my friend said, well, maybe he's just lazy. I was like, oh, no, I'm sure he's not sweating. And so then I just said, okay, I'm just going to go out. I'm going to gallop him around the field and I'm going to see. And he, it was true because he, he would never pull in the pair. We called him the trace carrier because he would only carry the weight of his trace. I believe it, yeah. And <laughs> when I took him That would be a scooter in a pair, too. He'd be like, yeah. all right, you do all the work. I'm just here for this. I look good. <laughs> I'm the pretty part of this equation. That's true. But um, so anyways, interval training can be really helpful. And I think also, you know, what I what I see most of all, especially with the small ponies and one of the reasons why I sometimes feel sorry for the small ponies is I'm not saying they can't do it. They can do it, but you have to be dedicated about making them fit enough to to be able to compete in a happy way don't without taxing them. So if you do your homework at home and the show is easy for them, then they're going to be happy. You're going to have less injuries and it's going to be better for everybody. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as more tips on topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. And if you've got a topic you'd love to hear a tip on, just drop us a line Go to the website, horsetipdaily.com, and click on the contacts link at the top of the page. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Dr. Rose's skin treatment and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 